wanted to, but I, I just didn't do it. Yo, that was the third opportunity this week. I can't keep giving you chances. Why didn't you go? It was the voices. The what? The voices. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, I, I can't talk. Sometimes I think something is wrong with me. Like legit, I don't, I don't know why I'm so silly. I just hope y'all are entertained. Welcome back to Thoughts of a Dreamer with me, Miss Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for individuals and dreamers or creatives who feel as though they just can't get to the next level. So I'm here just to talk it out a bit. Talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. For the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about intention. Intentions 101 and how to set an intention. Intention being the thing that really has that goal in a headlock that's going to allow you to achieve and make those goals more attainable, right? The one thing about intention, it's supposed to get you past your point of resistance. So I want to dig a little bit more in the point of resistance. There are different reasons why we hesitate. Fear, imposter syndrome, doubt, procrastination. I mean, all of these items, honestly, the response is resistance. You're stutter stepping. You don't want to do it. But there's one thing that a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to dream chasing. And it's something I wished someone would have told me. But before I get into that, listen, so think about this. Y'all remember that uh, skeleton dance, the song when y'all was in kindergarten, pre-K? Little, little nuggets. You know, them bones, them bones, them, them skeleton bones, them dancer bones. You know, the, um, the foot bones connected to the leg bone and leg bone connected to the knee bone, the knee bone connected to the thigh bone. You know the song. You know the song. Well, see, we don't move unless our mind tells us to. We won't go unless our mind gives us the green light. Our actions are tied to our mental. Our hooves, our feet, our movement is connected to our brain, to our minds. And we all are familiar with the mental conversations that you have with yourself. See, I've mentioned before the complexities of our minds. I'm not going to get back into that. If you're interested in that, go and check out some of those old episodes over there. They sitting over there dusty on the shelf. Go and check those out. But our minds are super computers. And if they're not programmed to do something, it won't do it. Doesn't mean it can't do it. It's just not used to doing it. So when you introduce something new, there's going to be resistance. And the one thing that I wished people would have told me or somebody would have told me is You will always, always have the voices, the voices. Okay, 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 okay. 
I'm not really talking about schizophrenia or anything like that. I'm talking about the inner critic. Because our minds like to solve problems, while we're solving problems, we're also judging them. And that judgment can come in the form of a critic. You guys have been in the midst of a critic before. You know what a critic is. You know what a critic does. And you know, just as well as I do, what that inner critic sounds like for you. You can be sitting there with your bowl of Cheerios, eating your food, and all of a sudden you have an intrusive thought comes around and it's judging something about you. Look at you, eating these Cheerios. You know you don't want these Cheerios. You want some Frosted Flakes. Too fat to be eating these Cheerios. They're not going to help your heart. You know, you have those intrusive thoughts. <laughs> you have those intrusive thoughts that just come in out of nowhere and just kind of shake you up a bit, you know? But see, if our mental, if our thoughts are connected to our actions, then what are your thoughts saying? See, there's so many songs out here giving you this positive reinforcement that you have to listen to the voice within. But baby, what voice are you listening to? See, the inner critic is more like an internal judge. And that internal judge will bring doubt. That internal judge will, of course, judge you. Judgment. I want to do something new. Immediately, you're going to have a thought, an intrusive thought, an inner critic telling you that you can't and all the reasons why you can't. Just listen those things out. Check mark, bullet point, boom, boom, boom. You can't, you can't, you can't. And if that is the only thought that's in your mind and that and those thoughts are on repeat, then you are not going to move. Your mind isn't giving you the green light to move. You don't feel the desire to move anymore. You can't move because your thoughts are tied to your action. Your brain is tied to your feet. You're not going anywhere. That's resistance. That's pausing. That's just analysis paralysis too much. You know it. It ain't for me. And then you'll talk yourself out of a dream. You'll talk yourself out of a creation. And then you'll archive that bad boy. You may see it again, you may not. And that's how dreams get pushed to the side. Because our mind never gave us the green light for our actions to go. You're still stuck in pole position. I remember pole position when I was younger. I used to go in the big lots and they had the the um the video game. And I used to play pole position for hours my, while my granddaddy shot for stuff. It's, 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 it's a good thing for me. But anyway, you're still stuck at start. You're waiting for your mind to say, you can do this. And and the interesting part about it is, if you hear that inner critic for so long, and that's the only voice that you hear, then you think it is your reality. And it's not. So I ran across this article, right? There's this article written by, her name is, I guess, Tara Moore. And it is the seven ways to recognize your inner critic. And I wanted to go through some of those so you can really understand what a doggone inner critic sounds like, right? So here's the deal. If you say something, if you have a thought, then all of a sudden you're combated with an intrusive thought that judges you harshly for what you just initially thought. If your idea is combated with judgment, 
that leads to guilt, shame, anxiety, depression. Chances are that's your inner critic. Chances are that's your mind telling you, nah, bro, you can't do that. If you feel as though you have no control over the voice, if you are sitting there, you like, okay, you know what? I want to create a cartoon. And then all of a sudden, there's this voice out of nowhere that's telling you, bro, you can't even draw. And you have no control over that voice. Chances are it's your inner critic. If the critic repeats itself, the judgment repeats itself, the doubt repeats itself, and you have no control over the repetition of it, it's your inner critic. It's your inner critic. If you think that it's irrational, it's untrue, but you really, you you don't know what to do about it. You just kind of allow it to be what it is. It's your inner critic. It'll attack you. That inner critic will legit attack you and sabotage anything that you want to do. That's new, that it's not used to doing. You can't do it. And what's so funny is your inner critic is fueled by outer critics and the people around you that don't believe that you can do it either. Now, I call them dream killers and dream killers can be intentional or unintentional. Sometimes dream killers come in the form of parents. Dream killers come in the form of family. And the only thing that they're trying to do is really uh, keep you safe because they're not used to what you're doing and they want you to be safe. So don't do that. Just, just, you know, don't do that. And if you have an outer critic confirming where your inner critic is telling you then that is a surefire red light and you will never get off the blocks and trying to chase your dream see your inner critic is what is stopping you from achieving your dream for even starting for even starting right right and the interesting part about it every last one of us has that inner critic we all have it we all have the voice that's telling us now Mm-mm, you can't do that. What you mean? You auditioning for American Idol and you can't even sing. You can't sing. <clears throat> Every last one of us has an inner critic. Silencing an inner critic, to be honest with you, I don't think it can be done. There are articles written on the fact that you can silence your inner critic and da, da, da. okay, I don't think it can be done. Because every day of my waking life, I have some sort of intrusive thought or some sort of negative thought that comes about. And the only thing that really stops me from believing that thought is understanding and knowing that it is my inner critic and knowing is an intrusive thought and having the choice to follow it or not. And most people, when they have this inner critic or they have this inner judgment or they have this inner feeling that they can't, they don't understand that they have the choice of whether you listen to them or not. So let's take it out of our heads for a minute. Let's take it out of our heads and let's think about the outer critic. Let's just say your mother. Okay. I'm not talking about your mama. I'm not talking about your mama, but your mother. Okay. You tell your mother that you're going on an international trip. You knowing that she is very anxious and nervous and concerned about you traveling the world because she's your mom. She wants to keep you safe. So she tells you the reasons why you shouldn't. 
Now you've done your research. You know what you need to do. Everybody else is going. You've already committed the fact that you're going to go. So guess what? Regardless of what your mom says, you tell your outer critic, your mother, I got this. I'll be safe. I'm going to be fine. It's going to be good. I'm going to go. I'm going to go anyway. Right? No disrespect to your mother. But she's doing this because she wants to keep you safe, right? Right, right, right. But you know that you're going to do it anyway because you've already made up your mind you're going to do it. So you go on this international trip. You have a blast. You have a good time. Maybe some of the things that she talked about happened, but it wasn't really that big of a deal. You come back, you show her pictures, you give her your souvenir. Her mind is at ease. You're good. We're good. It's great. And now you have an experience in your pocket. But see, none of that would have happened if you didn't have the choice to believe or listen to that outer critic and do what you needed to do anyway. You would have never gained that experience had you not known that that was an option. You know, when you're younger, your parents say, whatever I say goes. And that's kind of how your inner critic work. Whatever I say goes. But it doesn't go like that, especially if you know what this is. If you can properly identify what an inner critic sounds like. And I don't know what your voice sounds like inside your head. I don't know. I don't know. But I know what it sounds like in mine. It's kind of like, man, you can't do that. It gets really, it gets like a bass in the voice. Man, you can't do that. What you doing? You know, like, <laughs> I'll sit there and say, you know what? I'm finna go walking. You don't really want to go out. Now, do you? And I'll be like, nah, I really don't. Yeah, see, look at you, look at you. You're just getting fat about a day. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, being, I'm being silly. But seriously, you'll have those thoughts that'll convince you that you don't want to do something. And then you you don't do it. And days go by, months go by, and you look up and you're like, dang, I ain't do nothing. And then you start to feel that guilt because you look over to your left, you look over to your right, and people are miles ahead of you, and you still stuck as thought because your mind hasn't given your action the green light to go. Resistance, resistance, resistance. And it comes with that inner critic that all of us have that a lot of us don't understand or realize is a choice. It's a choice. You ain't got to listen to that. You do not have to listen to that inner critic telling you that you can't do something. But if that's all you hear and that's all you know, then that's what you think that it is. And it's not. So now that we know what this inner critic is, what it sounds like, how it relays to you, what you shouldn't do, then what can you do to minimize or lessen the inner critic? Okay. so next week, I'm going to talk more so about the inner critic, but I'm going to talk about how you can silence and minimize that inner critic. But this week, I want you guys to listen to your inner critic. What that bad boy sounds like, what that bad boy feels like, whenever you have them, how many times you have them, what triggers that inner critic. When you have those intrusive thoughts that come into your mind, pay attention to what that inner critic sounds like to you. And next week, we're going to talk about how to minimize that inner critic so that we can move forward with our dream chasing. Okay, y'all have a good week.